You're listening to the Lucas Askew Experience. Now, here's your host, the one and only, Lucas Askew. Hello world, welcome to the Lucas Askew Experience. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. After a thrilling first season, the network execs decided to give the old green light and bring us back for a year or two. I'm excited to be back in front of the mic, talking to you, the LAE faithful. In our time away, I've had a lot, to, a lot of time to think, a lot of time to think. And in these moments of pondering, I listened to the complete first season again, maybe for my third, fifth, or 23rd time. There were great moments in season one, but there were also some few opportunities of growth and development for the pod. So I made it my my mission. If I was going to come back, if the execs gave me the green light for season two, I want to work on enhancing some of these elements. So a couple housekeeping items. You may have noticed a new theme song. Thank you to Ben Sound for recording our intro music. You may have noticed a new album cover. The LAE has a graphic, ladies and gentlemen. So you know what that means. The LAE t-shirts. We will get in, getting the printing presses piped up and making that happen soon. But the most important change you will see this season, I want to focus on three key tenets of delivering the pods to you. One being consistency. I want you, the LAE listener, to know what you're listening to each and every time. Same flow and sound is integral to good podcast listening. So hopefully you achieve that and we achieve that together this season. Speed to market is number two. I want to spend less time editing and give you the raw emotion that is the recording. There will be some bumps and some ums along the way, I must admit. But I want you to get these episodes quicker. So forgive me for some of the pauses that you may hear. And three, the emotional connection. Really what the LAE is rooted in, I want this to be fully displayed. In fact, I would say this is the most important of the bunch. Season two will be more emotional, not just in the I need an extra box of Kleenex type of way. I mean, these stories will be personal and you will get to know me more than you ever expected. Don't worry. It won't just be me talking about myself with me. We will bring on some of your favorite guests as well as some fresh new faces to spice things up. We will definitely do more than scratch the surface here on the LAE. So to sum up this season, you will see a more consistent product. You will see greater speed, and you will see emotion. It's going to be a fun ride, ladies and gentlemen, and I can't wait to get started with you. So what better way to kick off the first episode of Season 2 of the LAE than a word from one of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter, the homecoming queen of online advertising. ZipRecruiter is everywhere. From TV to podcasts, to radio to podcasts, to billboards to podcasts, they are everywhere. And now, they're part of the LAE. You see, ZipRecruiter may be categorized last based on alphabetical sequencing, but it is anything but a bench warmer. Now, if you are like me, you've gone through the struggles of looking for jobs on hundreds of sites only to have your head end up spinning like a top. Or if you've been one of those hiring organizations that has to write up your job description and go through the hassle of posting to all these different job sites in order to capture all the potential job talent. 
Well, now there's a better way for everybody involved. ZipRecruiter posts jobs to 100-plus job boards and helps job seekers by aggregating all potential jobs with one click of the button. They will also deliver you qualified candidates or opportunities right to your inbox. They're practically doing all the work for you. Remember, though, although they may take you to the well, you still need to double-check that resume and make sure intelligent is spelled with an I. As an LAE listener, you can go to ZipRecruiter.com and start a free trial. Simply type in ZipRecruiter.com slash LAE. You will be glad you did. And when you do land that hashtag dream job, you will have three people to thank. Your mother for constantly pushing you to do your best. ZipRecruiter for practically giving you the job. And three, no, not me. I think you know who number three is. Anyways, ZipRecruiter, making sure your virtual fly always stays up. Now, back to the podcast. Welcome back to the Lucas Ask You Experience. As I promised, season two will be jam-packed with stories. Touch all aspects of the brain. And what better way to come out of the gate with a story that I am extremely familiar with and have a ton of insight to share. I realized listening to the past season that the first two words of the podcast title weren't as present as I would have liked. Yes, first two words would be Lucas Ask You, my name. You got to see a side of me that is overly passionate about Big Brother. We'll get to talking about BB20 soon, don't worry. You saw how much I love college sports, specifically college football bowl season, and public speaking. However, I never shared the experience of how these things came to be. Some things noticeable, others were buried a little deeper, below my pale and famished looking frame. This isn't going to be an autobiography. I'll let that happen many, many years from now. But today I, I want to set the tone for season two and also let you know the LAE, how the LAE came to be. So let's go behind the curtain, ladies and gentlemen. So to begin, we need to go back to my hometown, Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. I can hear the Snickers over the airwaves already. I don't really know why people get so amused by the word Saskatchewan, but hey, what can you do? I was just your average Canadian prairie resident who could not ice skate, hated snow, and didn't like eating at Tim Hortons. Okay, maybe average is not a good description, but you see, I never viewed myself as average. If I was going to do anything, I was either going to be above average or way below it. So playing basketball, playing tennis, or even my grades in school, above average. Playing hockey, playing the piano, or doing any type of arts and crafts, including simple illustrations or cutting in a straight line, way below average. I had a saying that I picked up from a great advertising campaign done by the brand Crispers, a wholly owned brand of Mondelez International. Yes, my affection for snack crisps was started at a young age. R.I.P. Snack Factory, Sriracha Lime Chips. I miss you. But this campaign was cri by Crispers was as follows. We are not a chip. We are not a cracker. We are a crisper. Totally different. Amazing tagline, isn't it? Amazing. I don't know how anybody wouldn't be compelled to purchase a box of Crispers just through that tagline. And th this really stuck with me, obviously. I'm, I'm saying it decades later. This is something that I wanted to embody in my life. I wanted to exemplify what this meant. 
So in my childhood, I had a great childhood. I really cannot complain. My my parents provided and sacrificed to put my brother and I in sports and other activities. They even let me quit piano lessons after an awful rendition of Ode to Joy. That is something I will never let my future kids do. Even though I got off the hook, they are going into piano lessons and sticking through that for as long as possible. But I, I was fortunate to live in a place like Regina. Going up in Regina, there's a close-knit culture and community bond. You look to your left or look to your right, most of the people you are surrounded by are in a similar position as you. The future is basically set if you follow the common pattern. But if I truly wanted to be that crisper, common was not the pattern to follow. Therefore, I wanted to do something different. Totally different. It is quite the dilemma as I'm looking to be completely different, but I'm also a risk-averse individual. When others wanted to go down a hill to ski or jump in in a go-kart and race around a track, I preferred to take it slow. Slow and steady does win some races. However, I will tell you that the Maxwell's Amusement Park in Regina won absolutely zero races. But that was fine for me. That was fine. So when the time came to look at colleges to attend school, my safe and reserved side went out. I stayed at the prestigious University of Regina and set my sights on a sports management degree. After all, I did love sports. After three years of dedicating my time to academic studies, my inner crisper finally had its time in the sun. In order to graduate, I was required to take a semester-long internship at a place related to my degree. Again, most people choose local organizations that could be places of a future employment for them. However, I had always idolized, well, at least since 1998, the world of American college football. For those not familiar, the NCAA. The size, the magnitude, the pageantry, and as I was learning in my degree program, the business side of college sports was large. I wanted a taste of it to at least say I tried it. So I emailed a bunch of universities and colleges asking for the opportunity to come down, unpaid, come down and volunteer my time to allow me to graduate and also to help out their team. So when the wonderful Lauren Way Lauren Way. Sorry. Sorry, I had to slow it down. It's an inside joke. Uh, From the University of Tennessee Athletic Department, answered my email. That was the start of my American journey. There are moments in your life that are formative and and definitely change the trajectory you were on for good or sometimes not so good. Moving down to Knoxville, being in Knoxville, was a TSN turning point for me. Again, sorry for the another inside joke. I'm not doing a really good job of relating, so I will be better. Let me explain this inside joke. So TSN stands for the Sports Network, or more realistically, the Hockey Network. I did touch on them in Season 1. TSN is a broadcasting partner in Canada. We broadcast sports. Um, so they, they usually talk a lot about hockey. Uh, they are the leading hockey sports broadcaster in Canada, they would have a nightly segment called the TSN Turning Point, where they would highlight one moment that would change the course of the game, and boom, that's what I'm relating to. Terrible way of explaining it, but now we're, we're all in, now we're all in the inner circle here. No more inside jokes. Where was I? Okay. Uh, yes, Tennessee. Tennessee. Had I not had such a great experience living, working, okay, unpaid interning, and experiencing the culture of Tennessee and really my, my first experience of American, quote-unquote, American culture, 
I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. So after the Tennessee adventure, I moved back home, graduated, and then took the Lucas Askey experience to West Virginia. You, you may be asking yourself, what, what prompted this move? West Virginia, a little bit different than Regina, a little bit di- different than Knoxville. The great people of West Virginia allowed me, through a granting of a scholarship, to, to bring me down to West Virginia University. Now, West Virginia does get a lot of, a lot of flack in the news and just the, the global stage. They're a coal mining state. Their slogan, Wild and Wonderful, surely reflects the beauty and climate that surrounds the state. It's where I earned my graduate degree and gained an appreciation for pepperoni rolls for a source of sustenance. If you've never tried a pepperoni roll, I don't know if you need to, but they are, they're delicious in times of real hunger. So Wild and Wonderful West Virginia was my stop for a year. Graduated, got my grad school degree now. Now I'm done with education. It, it's time to work and it's time to actually get paid. So the next stop on the, the LAE was Fayetteville, Arkansas. So continuing my college sports love, I, I wanted to work in sports. I wanted to work in college sports specifically. So I decided to work for the University of Arkansas Athletic Department. It was here I, I met the legend of Michael Dodd, who became one of my groomsmen at my wedding. It was in Fayetteville. I was uh, I was able to see the home of Walmart, which is located in Bentonville, just uh, 15 minutes uh, from Fayetteville. It was in Fayetteville that I got scolded by my boss for being too excited for when I announced the softball games at the university. And it was in Fayetteville where I performed the calling of the hogs at least 200 times. Woo! Pig suey! So Arkansas ended up being a, a quick pot of coffee. Uh, after eight months uh, there, I got into my to- Toyota Corolla and drove north. Beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin. More accurately, New Berlin, Wisconsin. Beautiful, quaint town where my former company, GMR Marketing, was headquartered. This was the first big company that I ever worked for. Really, first big job that I ever taken. And taught me a lot. Met some great people along the way, some lifelong friends. Spent two years in Milwaukee. I enjoyed my two years, but it came a time where an opportunity arose in uh, San Francisco, California, another place I'd only ever been once briefly on my way to Disneyland as a young kid, but I never really heard much about San Francisco. I'd heard about California, the allure, the great allure of, of sunny California. Obviously, as you might know, San Francisco is not always sunny, unlike LA, but took a chance, was able to transfer with my job to San Francisco, and ultimately, I'm, as you know, I'm still here. Uh, it's been since 2013, met my future wife here in San Francisco, Julie. I created a community here. We got plugged into a church called Re- Reality San Francisco, and have been able to cultivate a life, cultivate an existence with Julie here. I think all this, all this background, just showcasing. I've been very fortunate throughout my life. The the breaks that have, have gone my way and the breaks that haven't gone my way. I had a role with the Atlanta Thrashers, a former NHL team that moved to Winnipeg. Thankfully, moved to Winnipeg. That role didn't pan out, but sometimes those roles that don't pan out don't pan out for a reason. All all of that to say, that's uh, the background of of who I am. For those that uh, 
are listening to me for the first time, you might be asking, why is he going into this? But it's just a, a long-winded way of really just saying I've been extremely blessed to have the, the life and career trajectory I've been on. Um, but when I, when I sat back and, and reflected on this, um, the crux of this episode and the punchline to this lead-up um, and why it took me six months uh, from the last episode to bring you this first episode of Season 2, other than creating amazing content for Season 2, which you will see, it's more of the the emotional side that I that I promised in the lead in. There were some stark patterns that I witnessed. There were there were days where I struggled to find the motivation to continue doing this. I love getting in front of a mic and, and talking, talking to you, the LA faithful. But there was there was doubt really on this year of why why am I doing this? Um, I'd look for any excuse in the book to to not write ideas, brainstorm, um, talk to potential guests of coming on the show. Even if I was completely bored, I would mindlessly do chores around the house just to be, air quotes, busy. And then there were days that the negative thoughts seeped into my conscience, telling me this is this is, is not going to amount to anything. I would listen to other podcasts and say, they're doing it 100 times better. And that's just something I can't achieve. And as you know, what when you compare things with societal standards, um, the LAE may not hit the highest bar of downloads, listens, most talked about, whatever metrics um, that you choose to quantify what is success. It might not even be the most talked about podcast with the title experience in it. Seriously, how does the Joe Rogan experience constantly stay in the top 10 of most popular podcasts? I think it was last week I looked Joe Rogan had two of the top 10 podcasts. Joe Rogan, the same guy from news radio. Joe Rogan, the same UFC commentator. Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience. Joe, if you're listening out there, I'd love to have you on. Become part of the LAE faithful. Learn how to experience life like you are. Uh, Come on the show. But that's not the point. The point of this podcast is to share life with you, the LAE faithful, and self-doubt. Anxiety, lack of faith, lack of belief. This stuff is real. As much as I would love to put a brave face on, make jokes all the time, even though you should. Life is made to be humorous. But life is also very difficult. And these six months have taught me that. Just being, going through the process of doubting. The going through the process of just stripping away the things that actually did make me happy, that did bring me joy, taking those out and feeling even even worse. What has gotten me out of the funk and onto the airwaves was the reminder that, you know what, it's okay, that I, I am worthy just how this pod is today, um, that it doesn't matter what other people say including the voices in my head. You are going to face these types of thoughts, negative feelings, doubts, whether put on you just in your mind, put on you by other people. That's going to happen. And people will try to bring you down. Whether you're preparing to be an Olympic-level athlete, a human psychologist, or a brand-new parent to a set of twins, you are worthy, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what or who you're being compared to. And I'm blessed to have an amazing wife, supportive parents, awesome friends to lean on. These are the things that I don't want to take for granted. I want to enjoy. 
Um, they're the reason I'm chatting with you today. You, the LAE faithful, constantly talking to me, chatting to me, asking me when this is going to be back. You helped push push the envelope and, and uh, got me back on the airways. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you to the, the wonderful listeners. Season 2, I promise, will be a, a different type of experience than Season 1. There, there will be some laughter. There will be some jokes. But there will be some real talk that we'll go through. Because in today's society, I feel there's, there's a mixture of, of humor and struggle and pain. And it's all mixed into one. Like We, we are human beings. We can compartmentalize this as much as we want. But this is interrelated. And I feel the expression of this form, this podcast, should reflect that as well. Um, and one, one of the things I wanted to actually bring back to become a regular staple to the show is the motivational message. You heard it a couple times in season one. It's a good way to tie a bow around an episode, get you motivated, liken it to a mint after dinner, keeping your breath and mind fresh for life's challenges ahead. So today's motivational message is from everybody's favorite mother, Mother Teresa, R.I.P., but her message, simple as this, we ourselves feel that we are doing, we ourselves feel that what we are doing is just a drop in the ocean, but the ocean would be less, we ourselves feel that we, take three ladies and gentlemen, we ourselves feel that we are doing, take four, as you can see, I'm not editing this part out, but that, that's the beauty. So here's the quote, Mother Teresa, sorry for butchering it for the fourth time. We ourselves feel that what we are doing is just a drop in the ocean. But the ocean would be less because of that missing drop. Drop the mic, Teresa. Drop the mic. You crushed it. You always will. Let's be a part of the ocean this week. This is season two. The LAE, folks. Raw, authentic, emotional. All blended into one heck of a metaphorical smoothie. So next week, uh, we'll be back on the LAE with our first guest of the new season. You won't want to miss out on that. But for all of us at the Lucas Ask Experience, I just want to say thank you for letting me entertain you week after week, episode after episode. And I look forward to going on this ride another season with each and every one of you. From all of us, take care, talk soon, and God bless.